0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with an overcast sky, 51 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 29th of March, 2022. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we'll have clouds throughout the day today. Warming into the mid-70s, but winds out of the south gusting as high as 25 miles an hour. Overnight, a 60% chance of showers. Mostly cloudy skies and a low of 63. Now starting around 4 o'clock Wednesday morning, we'll have thunderstorms possible and that'll last throughout the day. We've got a 100% chance of rain Wednesday, a high of 71, and winds out of the southwest gusting as high as 40 miles an hour. That'll prompt a wind advisory from the National Weather Service. Could get a full inch of rain on Wednesday. It'll start to clear out Wednesday night, a low of 40. Sunny in 59 on Thursday, and sunny in 65 on Friday. Weekend looks nice as well. Sunshine and highs in the low 70s. Right now, cloudy and 50 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day today, Stephanie McNew at UACCM. Obituaries this morning. Rhett Walker Cody, the infant son of Dustin and Amanda Cody was born sleeping Friday, March 25th. Other than his parents, he is survived by his brother, Jace Cody, sisters Alyssa Cody, Aaliyah Cody, and Ava Lee Cody, all of Rose Creek, maternal grandparents Angela and Wayne Foster of New Jersey, paternal grandparents Tracy and Jim Cody of Adona, great maternal grandparents Danny and Kathleen Gardner of New Jersey, great paternal grandparents Dean and Reddy Jean Cody of Adona, and Gary and Janie Wagner of Rose Creek, along with several extended family members and friends. Graveside service for Rhett Walker Cody will be held tonight at six at Hamilton Cemetery in Rose Creek, with arrangements by Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. Carolyn J. Harmon, age eighty of Conway, died Saturday, march twenty sixth. She was a homemaker, a member of Y Mountain United Methodist Church, a pianist and alto singer. She is survived by her husband, Benny R. Harmon of Conway, children Lynn Ross Harmon of Wy Mountain, Donna Melton of Danville, and Richard Harmon of Danville, six grandchildren, six great-grandchildren, and five siblings, among other family and friends. Funeral service for Carolyn J. Harmon will be Thursday, March 31st, 2 p.m. at Wy Mountain United Methodist Church with Brother Ron Bird, Brother Randall Bird, and Brother Richard Gifford officiating. Burial will be at Wye Mountain Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Wednesday night from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. George Cleo McNeil, age 84, of Perryville, died on Saturday. He served as the Perry County Judge for 18 years, belonged to Masonic Lodge No. 238, Perryville Eastern Star No. 452 Worthy Patron and Grand Patron Dad, and was a member of Cherry Hill Missionary Baptist Church. He is survived by his wife of 30 years, Linda McNeil, sons Gerald McNeil of Conway and Ronald McNeil of Little Rock, daughters Stacy Tucker of Arizona, Andy Rust of Perryville, and Renee Rainey of Perryville, 14 grandchildren, 13 great-grandchildren, and two brothers. Funeral service for George Cleo McNeil will be Friday, April 1st, 2 p.m., at First Baptist Church of Perryville, with Brother Lacey Minnie and Brother Will Doty officiating. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Burial will be at Nimrod Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 7.35, overcast, 51 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 75, with cloudy skies and gusty winds and rain moving in overnight. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 737, overcast in 51 at the KVOM studios. The city of Moralton will host a kickoff event for the upcoming solar eclipse on Friday, April 8th at 1 30 p.m. at the future side of Holyfield Place, located at the intersection of Moose and Commerce Streets in downtown Moralton. The event marks 2 years until the April 8, 2024 total solar eclipse that will mask much of Arkansas in darkness in the middle of the day. At one of the longest durations of totality in the state, Morrilton will experience 4 minutes and 13 seconds of total darkness at 1:50 p.m. on April 8, 2024 during the eclipse. To begin the official countdown, the planning committee invites the public to attend the kickoff event to learn more about local efforts in preparing for the influx of visitors to our area. A brief program will begin at 1.30 p.m. where committee members will address key points of the planning thus far. The committee will have t-shirts for sale and interested citizens can sign up to help in different areas. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says the 2024 solar eclipse will be huge for Moralton and a great opportunity to showcase the community to thousands of people during a once-in-hour lifetime event. Hopefully there's going to be a lot of people come to Marlton, Arkansas, and see what we've got to offer. Yeah. And
1: hopefully when they come, they'll see a town that they want to come back to. It's not, hopefully it's not just going to be a one-time event. It's going to be an event that draws them here to see what we've got to offer. Maybe they want to move here. Maybe they want to locate a business here. Or
0: maybe they want to come back for vacations on the mountain or wherever. You can find out more about the kickoff event on the City of Marlton's Facebook page or by visiting arkeclipse.com to learn more. Further adjustments to beginning salaries for county employees were approved by the Conway County Quorum Court during the group's regular monthly meeting Monday. By a 10 to 1 vote, justices of the peace approved an amendment to an ordinance approved last month that increases the beginning salaries of employees at the county jail and sheriff's office. Personnel and governmental committee chairman Thomas Flowers explained, the previous ordinance primarily addressed starting salaries for sheriff's deputies, but at a recent committee meeting, it was recommended beginning salaries for other positions at the jail also be considered.
1: We have a certified transport officer, but they have to be certified in order to uh, transport prisoners. So this proposal takes out one item for a transport jailer, and now we have a transport
0: jailer certified. And they also recommended that we uh, uh, add a couple of extra posi- uh, positions and the beginning salaries, a certified jailer, a commissary manager, and uh deputy
1: sheriff certified 90 days of employment uh, which will
0: be a $3,000 bump. Under the revised ordinance, the Certified Jeller Commissary Manager will have a starting salary of $34,000 and the certified deputy with 90 days of employment will have a salary of just over $43,000. JP's also approved an ordinance appropriating over $155,000 to fund the salary increases which J.P. Philip Hoyt, chairman of the Budget and Finance Committee, remarked were needed to keep the department competitive with neighboring departments.
1: We have to do this in order to stay in line with them. But if we don't do it, we're losing employees. We send them to school, get them trained, and I don't know how, just, just how long it takes them, 10, 12 weeks to train them. We pay their salaries. When they come back, we're we'll we going stay with us if we don't pay them.
0: In other matters from Monday's meeting, JP's approved the reappointment of Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer to the Conway County Library Board of Trustees for a five-year term ending February 27th of 2027. Charles Pinnock, President and CEO and the Board of Directors of Pettyjean State Bank of Moralton, announced that Kyle Halbrook has joined the lending team as Vice President Loan Officer. Kyle is a native of Conway County and grew up in Hattieville. He's a graduate of Moralton High School, holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Agricultural Business from Arkansas Tech University, and is currently obtaining a Bachelor of Business Administration in Accounting from the University of Arkansas, Little Rock. In addition, he's broadened his education by participating in Robert Morris Association courses, Moody's Analytics course, and Tax Return Analysis courses. Kyle has been in the banking industry for the past eight years with extensive experience in commercial lending and as a credit analyst. He and his wife, Barry, have one child. Pennick states that being a native of Moralton in Conway County, Kyle's education and experience will be a great addition to the bank's lending staff. The Arkansas Historic Preservation Program, an agency of Arkansas Heritage, announces the unveiling of a new historical marker on Saturday, April 2nd at 10 a.m. on the grounds of the Visitor Center at Mount Nebo State Park in Dardanelle. In the 1930s, the Civilian Conservation Corps constructed rustic-style cabins, pavilions, bridges, and trails at the Yale County Park. Many of the cabins and structures at the park are included on the National Register of Historic Places. The Arkansas Historical Marker Program, established in 2017 by Arkansas Heritage, is another way the Division is fulfilling its mission to preserve and promote the state's valuable cultural and historic resources. The markers commemorate the past by acknowledging the historically significant people, places, and events that have shaped our state and confirmed the importance of educating the public about these Arkansas treasures. Approaching 743, let's check our business report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
2: On Wall Street, stocks reversed earlier losses to finish the day higher after two weeks of gains as the market tries to bounce back from Russia-Ukraine-driven volatility. Financial sector names like Wells Fargo traded lower throughout the day as the yield curve flattened, likely hurting bank margins. Oil prices, which have seen recent spikes in volatility over supply uncertainty, have started to come down from their recent highs. WTI crude was around $103 a barrel. On the international front, Asian and European shares were broadly higher, and Chinese technology stocks continued their price gains. The U.S. 10-year yield is little changed at around 2.5%, but elsewhere on the yield curve, the 5- and 10-year yields have inverted, putting pressure on investor sentiment. However, we think the U.S. economy is still in good shape and will likely grow at above trend for the remainder of this year. The Biden administration released a proposal to raise the tax rate on corporations and ultra-high net worth individuals. The Dow closed at 34,955, up 94 points, NASDAQ closed at 14,354, up 185 points. Volume was heavy as 902 million shares, traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 3 cents at $23.87. Bank of America was down 18 cents at $43.55. CenterPoint Energy was down 3 cents at $30.38. Steering Company was down $3.84 at $432.61. Energy Corporation was up 51 cents at $115.34. Under Armour was up 12 cents at $15.85. Simmons Bank was down 29 cents at $27.15. Regions Financial was down 41 cents at $23.03. Southwestern Energy was up 41 cents at $7.29. Tyson Foods was down $0.16 cents at $86.77. Walmart was up $2.55 at $146. Live Ramp was down $0.03 cents at $37.62. Interpublic Group was down $0.44 cents at $36.01. NextEra Energy was up $0.49 cents at $84.43. Natural Gas was down $0.10 cents at $5.47. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down $31.90 at $1,922.30. Silver was down $0.59 at $25.02. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: On our community calendar, DAV Chapter 13 in Morrillton will host a Vietnam Veterans Commemorative 50th Anniversary Ceremony this morning at 11 in the Multipurpose Building at the Conway County Fairgrounds in Morrillton. The commemoration honors all veterans who served on active duty in the U.S. Armed Forces at any time from November 1st of 1955 through May 15th of 1975, regardless of location. If you need more information, call Commander Billy Sanders at 501-208-2945. The Conway County Extension Service will host a private pesticide applicator training session tonight at 6 in the Workforce Training Center at UACCM there's a $20 fee payable at the door. For more information, call the Extension office at 501-977-2146. The Plummerville Planning and Zoning Commission meets tonight at 630 in the community room. The Morlton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting at Melba Peach and Candle Company at 224 East Railroad Avenue, Thursday morning at 11. Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will host its fifth Thursday night gospel singing, Thursday at 7. A potluck meal will follow the singing, and everyone is welcome. And remember that the Moralton Knights of Columbus will host their annual fish fry Friday at the Hall at 808 North Cedar Street. Takeouts and dine-in are available from 5 to 7 p.m. Dine-in meals with all-you-can-eat catfish, fries, hush puppies, and slaw are $15. $8 for kids aged 6 to 12, and free for kids five and under. Takeout meals are $12. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast here on KVOM, and we want to make that content available to as many people as possible. So that's why KVOM's News Watch is available on our podcast channel every single weekday. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app, Listen, whenever it's convenient for you, search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM NewsWatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 7.48, coming up a little later, we'll have a visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart on our close-up segment. That'll be here on the radio and on Facebook Live. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Always in touch. Jean Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. Hey, viewers, news,
3: Chris sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The Royalton High School softball team lost to Sheridan for the second time this season on Monday, falling to the Lady Yellow Jackets 12 to five in a non-conference game in Sheridan. The Devil Dogs are set to open for a four conference play today with a game at home against Heber Springs at 4:30. MHS baseball team also plays at home against Heber Springs today open for a four-conference play first pick, also at 4.30. The Wonderview baseball team beat Conway Christian 12-7 in a non-conference game Monday afternoon in Wonderview. The win is a fourth of the season for the Daredevils, who resume one-a-four conference play at Mount Vernon Enola today at 4 o'clock. Wonderview softball team lost its non-conference game to Dover on Monday, now 3-3 on the season. Lady Daredevils play a conference game at Mount Vernon Enola today at 4 o'clock. Sacred Heart's baseball and softball teams resume 1A4 conference play when the teams travel to Center today to take on Nemo Vista. Baseball game scheduled to start at 4 o'clock, softball game at 4.30. We'll have the broadcast of that baseball game for you live on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Arkansas men's basketball program added to its already loaded 2022 recruiting class with a commitment last night from five-star point guard Anthony Black. Some services have the Duncanville, Texas product as one of the top three-point guards in the country for the class of 2022. Black is co-chair Musselman's sixth recruit committed for this incoming freshman class, joining Marlton's Joseph Pinion, North Little Rock's Nick Smith, Magnolia's Darian Ford, along with Jordan Walsh and Barry Dunning Jr. All six recruits are either four-star or five-star prospects and rated among the top 100 incoming freshmen in the country. The Arkansas softball team wrapped up a series win over LSU, beating the Tigers 7-3 last night in Fayetteville. Razorbacks now 22-6 overall, 4-2 in the Southeastern Conference. And look at weather now on this Tuesday. And we've got humidity right now at 82%. Northwest winds at 5 miles per hour. market pressure 29.92 inches. Low temperature this morning, 45 degrees high yesterday was 68 a year ago today the low lowest 34th a high of 73 no rain the last 24 hours at kvom total for the year remains at 14.07 inches our sunset this evening is 729 sunrise tomorrow morning at 701 and forecast calling for cloudy skies today a high near 75 degrees but clouds throughout and about 10 to 15 mile per hour winds this afternoon so a little bit breezy and then cloudy tonight with a 60 percent chance of rain in the overnight hours and low around 63. high of 71 tomorrow 100 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the day and a wind advisory also in effect will have strong winds could be as gusting as high as 40 miles per hour tomorrow so they'll uh, be dealing that in addition to all the rain and thunderstorm activities so uh not uh not a real pretty day tomorrow Terms of weather, but should be gone by Wednesday night, and then clearing up for Thursday and Friday with a return of mostly sunny skies. Right now, we do have some clouds and 50 degrees in Marlton at 7:52 on KVOM. NewsWatch continues in just a moment.
0: Always in touch. Patty Jean, Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Seven fifty six. Now in K V O M, and we are going to honor close
3: up interview this morning by Conway County you and Jimmy Hart. Good morning, Judge. Hi. Hey, how are you doing today? Doing all right. And uh, you know, first recap last night's quorum court meeting a few things to get to but uh, for the meeting uh last night not, not a whole
1: lot of business but did a uh, pretty important one for Pre- the yes. employees there at the
3: sheriff's <laughs> office there yeah
1: sheriff's yeah. office and our jailers i mean uh, obviously very important uh appropriation or appropriate appropriated about 155 thousand dollars and of course uh, you know it's one of those things we deal with and as we know uh, people capital is a great item to have and it's a scarce item right now and uh, of course we're Looking at uh, the place that we compete with and the Quorum Court, this has actually been an ongoing saga, I guess you would say, but after fourth, fifth meeting, they come to the conclusion that they need to adjust some of those and uh, appropriate about $155,000 for our, our deputies and our jailers, and I'm going to say this well-deserved. Uh, they take a lot of risks. They do a lot of tough work, and uh, really really glad to see that happen. Uh, and obviously we, and some other adjustments, some tweaking, as I call it, uh, on our starting salaries for our jailers and for our deputies, where we can, <coughs> excuse me, hire people in at a, <clears throat> at a better wage than we started at, okay? and, and what it's all about, you know, quality people, skilled people that we invest a lot of money in, and obviously, when you invest money in people, you want to keep your people. Yep. So, sure. just change that out, and uh, obviously, that was, a, I think, a very good thing, too.
3: Yep, very important. Take care of those employees. <laughs> and uh really the only other uh, business matter uh, i guess reappointed we
1: reappointed our our mayor to the to the library board and, and you know obviously uh that's something very important to us and uh um, they made a recommendation and uh, he was willing to serve again and I, I always take my hat off to those folks who are willing to serve because uh, it's just like everything else uh, takes a really special person to do that because uh, uh very poorly compensated and uh uh, you know, and it's uh, and it's hard to find folks that want to volunteer anymore. Uh, so uh, uh, that's a small group we pull from, and certainly yeah. appreciative of those folks who are willing to serve. For sure. And there was some, of course, discussion on some other things. Um, uh, ARP
3: money, a uh, committee formed. You got a yes, sir. We
1: actually that. a month ago formed a committee uh, made up of uh, I believe seven of our JPs. I'm pretty sure that's correct, and uh, they're going to be looking at people that have asked. And you know, and I say this again this money is not going to be here forever it's uh you need to be thinking about if you've got an ass and you want to do something it probably needs to be a one-time capital outlay project for an upgrade or something such as that and uh patrick hartman's our chairman of that and uh i have total confidence they're going to do a really good job and uh they're they're going to do their due diligence, too. They're going to ask the hard questions, and they're going to know pretty much about that entity's asking for monies to see what, uh, you know, that they have. They're they're obviously uh, authentic, for starters, and uh, run a good operation, and the money's well spent.
3: Sure.
1: And how much money
3: are we talking about for the county?
1: I think this uh, next drag of money, we'll get uh, around $2 million, I want to say $2 million and $25,000. Okay. Okay. So, you know, we've used some of that for – Hazard pay for our personnel, and uh, I think that's some money. Here I go again. It's well deserved, because uh, I can't say this enough. And this is what a lot of people some understand, some folks doesn't. You know, we're competing with private enterprise out there. and mean, obviously, if we want to have a good operation and have good people, and keep good people. That's how you. That's how you obtain that that particular situation. other thing i want to talk about was uh and jp jason robson give us a report he's chairman of our fire committee and of course it's we don't we have an administrative fire board and those guys and ladies do a really good job and we're appreciative of those but uh, they've been working with um with the plumberville plumbwell actually they've uh, entered into a mutual aid agreement with them uh, to provide you know what i call you know i guess you say to make sure we've got adequate and good coverage everywhere and you know we've got a mutual aid agreement with cd marlton uh, city of Apollo does some coverage for us in a real part of Apollo in the county. And uh, now Plumberville does pretty much the same thing. And, you know, we're really proud of that because I tell folks this. Like, they asked me this. You know, I said, we have one of the best funded fire departments in the state of Arkansas. And as we all know, you know, when you, I've sat out at many planning sessions and strategy sessions. And uh, i never forget that one day it was the University of Arkansas and had a, a person leading that group meeting and about the third time she said what's the major deterrent to doing what you want to do and i said money and she says that all you ever think about and i said well ma'am that's what makes the world go around yep. always that's always the number one limiting factor most things we want to do in our community and for our people
3: yep so yeah but a great uh, great agreement there to provide those, uh, those services there yeah and
1: we're, we're really proud of that city county because we you know we've done a lot of great things in conway county through the years and we've always done that a lot of work's gone through our intergovernmental council which i take my hat off to but just like our fire departments you know we're all citizens of conway county we work very well together and we like to hold hands and it works real well
3: yeah for sure
1: and of course uh, shifting gears a little bit county clean up
3: Coming up. County cleanup. We calls. had our intergovernmental
1: council meeting the other day. We we're getting a lot of phone calls. And um, the county's call in dates, and this is for folks that are elderly, handicapped, and disabled, uh, is April 25, 26, 27. The pickup itself is 28th, 29th, 30th. We've moved it back just a little bit, and I'll, I'll give you, we normally have done this around the middle of April, but we felt like because April, Easter falls late this time, good Friday falls during that week, and the decision was made to move it to the 4th, and uh, Waste Management will be helping us with that again this year, this this spring, and uh, we look forward to that and encourage everybody, and now is the time, folks. I'm going to say something. <laughs> don't call me and tell me I missed it because I don't listen to KVOM or I don't read the Paging Country Headlight, okay? Mm-hmm because if you're part of the community, you need to be listening to local radio and the media. Yep, so uh, exactly. don't have a good excuse. With don't call me and tell me I didn't know about it. Yep. We're we're definitely getting the word out. For yes, sure. sir. So we'll be we're proud of that. List, so. This will be number 43, uh, and you know, hopefully we we continue to go on with it. We do spend some money, but I don't mind Tell you I'm really proud of what I've seen our county do and our cities. We all hold hands and work together, and uh, I, I promise you... With forty-three countywide cleans up cleanups and cities too, it makes a huge difference.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. So last week of April. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Anything
1: else this morning? It's about
3: all
0: I've got. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for coming in. You bet, thank you.
3: 803 now on KVOM. You've been
0: listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.